All right. Good evening. We are here. Uh, episode two, launching episode two. Uh, fairly quick after episode one. So, um, I'm your first host, Francis. Um, Sean is here, my co-host. What you got going on, Sean? Nothing much. I'm just ready to be podcasting. Heard that. Um, who do we have here today? We got Drez. Yo. And we got Nine, my two best friends. Hey, friends up in the house. So, Drez and Nye, welcome to our show. Um, do you guys do a little quick in- intro of yourselves? Um, I'm Dresden, Sean's best friend. Okay, cool. Well, uh, thanks for having me. Um, I'm Naya. <laughs> thanks for being here, Naya. Glad thanks y'all could make it. Me. Yeah, I'm super glad y'all can make it here tonight. Cool, cool. Well, we're all here. Um, as y'all know, this is a new thing for us, so uh, we're just glad y'all can be here and uh, have opportunity to to be our actual live first guests. On, on this thing that we're doing um, We officially named The podcast um, After shooting Well we couldn't we couldn't Post the first episode Without Naming the podcast on, so, uh, Naming the podcast So Boogie go, go into what we named the podcast We figured out To name it Southern Sauce Podcast all right. We're talking about all the sauce And we got you know the sauce on us that's right. Stay saucing. We stay saucing up and down. Uh, we make the best sauce. Um, and y'all are dipping in this sauce right now, right? Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. For sure. So uh, it yeah. was just a shoot by the hip name, but we liked it. So welcome to the Southern Sauce Podcast. So, Thanks for having um, me. So a little background for our listeners. Um, Boogie, my son here. And Nye and Drez, uh, these three kids practically grew up together. I mean, their parents were all friends uh, with all their parents. And I grew up with their parents um, since middle school on up. So essentially, it's all family here. Um, so we're just glad to have y'all. And just, uh, you know, if you whatever you guys got in your mind, whatever you guys want to talk about, just, just talk you know we're just all here to gather around and and uh be here together and see what's going on so it's the weekend it's almost end of the weekend um i guess we're having this this podcast right now right before we have to start the week off so how was everyone how was everyone's weekend it was good Good. Uh, yeah my weekend was it was good i'll say it was good good so what happened this weekend um, well, just speaking on today, we went to a beach, having a little get together. It was fun. Got real windy, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. What happened at the beach, Dress? Um, we played volleyball soon. Why, why were we at the beach? We were at the beach for our friend's party. Okay. Right, so we had a little, we had a kid's birthday at the beach, and everybody got to play a little bit. Then the rain kind of blew us out. So not the rain, the sand. The sand. Well, the sand blowing from the rain. So that was cool. It was a cool party though. You know, nice to have kids' birthday parties and get together every now and then and hang out. So 
That was great. So what's going on, guys? What's the deal? I was just living life, man. You know, I just, you know, about to go to the next rate I'm going to. It, it is what it is. I mean, pushing hard, pushing hard. Heard that. Now, what grade are you going to? I'm going in the ninth. Going to the ninth. Going to the ninth grade. Mm-hmm. So tell me about that. Are you changing? Are you going to a different school, like a different building? Yes. Wow. So you're going to officially go into the high school. Yeah. So your high school is 9 through 12. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Tell me about that. Um, it's definitely going to be a big change. That's okay. for sure. Um, I mean, I'm starting off two sports. Can only do so much. Two sports can only do so much. What sports are you playing? Uh, volleyball and soccer. Wow. That's heavy. So which one do you like more? I'd say they're both pretty equal. Okay. Pretty equal. Which one's harder? Um, I'd have to go with soccer. I would say so. I mean, soccer, like, everyone's literally running around all the time. Yeah. Like well, the whole game. Are you in the whole game? Yeah. I'm not running, though. I couldn't do that. I'd be I'd be tapped out. I'm goalie. Oh, really? Wow. I sit there. I don't run. Okay. Do you find playing goalie exciting? For sure. Really? Or nerve-wracking. Okay, that's fair. Scary? Yeah. Gotta take them hits, man. I, I mean, sure do. I, Me, personally, I don't find goalie entertaining. Because I feel like you, you, you can clutch up at the end, but the whole beginning, middle part of the game, you're, you're almost doing nothing. Unless your team is just dog water. Well, like... You're doing something. Yeah, standing there. But like, you're the, like the most important player on the field. I guess so. You know what? You can keep on telling yourself that. That's <laughs> that's a given fact. I don't know what you mean. Well, you know, sports is is defense. Defense wins games, yeah. as they say. You know, I'm not a I'm not a sports head or anything, but um, I'm sure someone here can attest to that. Defense wins the game, right? <laughs> So I, I don't think she could score a goal from her goal. Cool. So, so, so you're going to a new building. You're going to the high school. Is that nerve wracking? I mean, kind of. I mean, I know the people above me. Okay. So it's just like a slow transition. Okay, so it's not like you're going to foreign land and yeah. So you you already have friends in grades above you, and so you're already locked in. They're just going to take you in. Yeah, they're going to show you the ropes. Well, that's cool. Yeah, when I went to high school, I didn't know anybody above me. I was just in, it was just us um, <laughs> going there. But, you know, my class year, uh, we came into school and just took it over. Right. It was it was our school and we came in. We changed the culture of the school. So um, at least I'm claiming that. <laughs> well, all right, Drizzle, what about you? What grade are you going to? I'm on the 10th. 10th grade, big dog. Uh, are you changing buildings? Or no. you're in the same building? Same like building. You're seated. So what what do you what do you have uh going on this summer? This summer? Just work, trying to get money. Heard that. Trying to get money. You have like a particular hustle you're doing or um like job? Just whatever, man. You know, there's all kinds of ways to get money. Uh right now, uh working in lawn care. Okay. Heard that. It's hot out there. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's good money, though. You yeah. know, uh, 
we all know uh we all know um somebody who's in lung care and they kill it you know you work hard you get you get money you work hard you play hard right that's cool hey, and you lose weight <laughs> yeah you can if you stay with it um so what kind of we did this on the last podcast talk about summer goals what kind of what kind of goals do you guys have or things you want to do or something that you know when the summer's over and you got to go back to school you can put your stamp on the summer saying it was it was a litty 23 summer i mean i'm not trying to like ha- like it's not a goal to be able to say it was a good summer for me okay it's just summer 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 most of my friends doing their own thing so that's right. real okay so that's how it is like summer is summer i think so i don't i feel like the concept of like i guess teachers like amping students like did like did you have a good summer like did you have a good summer i mean like sure i had a good summer but like at the same time summer is just summer it's just it's just our same lives without school and when majority of your life is school summer is just summer yeah okay that's interesting how do you feel about that i mean going off of what he said it's kind of the same working all summer okay um, i am at least okay so you're just just getting money so what's the money for what's what's the money um for me i'm raising money for myself to get a trip to the Philippines. Wow. $3,000 for two weeks. Wow. That's a lot of money. How, how, how soon are you guys trying to do that? Um, This Christmas. Whenever wow. we have Christmas break, two weeks, I'm going to be gone with my grandma and come back by myself. Right, that's wild, man. Yeah. That's yeah. on my bucket list, and I I don't necessarily say I don't have a plan for it, but uh, I know I have to get over there in the next couple of years. It's, that's, always that's a, it's a requirement for me at this point. Wow, that's that's a big goal, man. Good luck to you. Thanks. I think you can do it, man. I'm sure you know. You just keep just keep hustling, and you're gonna find that one thing that makes more money than you thought it would. I hope I do. You will, man. Is uh, so your so your mom or dad not going with you anymore? Um, no. My grandparents made an offer. I was like, it's a possibility. You just need the money, and it's not like parents just have. Three thousand dollars in a round for me to you know, take. Right. So I'm gonna work for it myself. Wow. Then get uh get the ticket. My grandparents said they take care of the passport. So nice. Props to them. Nice. How does the whole um thing work out with the passport? I don't know how that works. I'm not sure either. I know I need both my parents to go apply for one. Um, and it's I'm not sure the process. They just said they'll do everything. Okay, I got you. I think um, I definitely do want to go to the Philippines one day. I'm not sure how soon that'll be, but definitely on my bucket list of things to do, and I have a really long bucket list. What's up? What's some more? More things on my bucket list? I'm going to the Bermuda Triangle, bro. None of y'all can stop me. (laughs) (laughs) For what? Because, like, why not? Let me be, like, 90. If I'm about to die, bro, fly me in that Bermuda Triangle. Because I'm telling you, I'm going to be the one that make it out alive. For sure. Is is that even a thing still? The Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle, Triangle thing? Yeah. That's a good question. Is that even a thing? I don't know. I haven't heard nothing I, about I, it. I've read something that's like a part of the earth where, where airplane instruments get thrown off due to something 
natural or something. Yeah. I don't know. But we don't, don't we not know that naturality? Like, we don't know exactly what it is, though. Man, there's so much stuff we don't know. About that's this, true. About this world. But the, Bermuda, the Bermuda Triangle, that's interesting. That's real interesting. Mm. Okay, well, that's cool. That's cool, Drez. Saving up. Um, saving up to go to the Philippines to travel. That's good, man. I, th- I think you guys should travel a lot when you're young. Because uh, when I was young, I wanted to travel a lot. And, man, we go to Atlanta. We thought we were traveling. We thought that was it. Man, that's low-key traveling. It's yeah. Atlanta. Man, like, now we can just shoot there anytime we want to. But uh, for you guys going, you know, across the, the country, out of the country, you know, take every opportunity you can. Um, what about you, Nye? Like, your money. He's getting money. You know, we all get money for a reason. Yeah. It's mainly for me. And to, I'm a big shopper. Okay, me so, too. And like, once I have money in my hand, I'm like, kind of. It's burning that hole in yeah. the pocket. Tell me about it, I'm guilty. But like, I'm that person like, once I have like, I have to be in the mood for shopping. And then once like that mood is over, I don't need to shop anymore. Mm-hmm. So then I just have money left over. And I save that. Till I get more money, and till I get that feeling again that okay. I have to shop. Okay, so you like to spend your money. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sean? I'm a chronic saver to the point where it's almost unhealthy. Yeah. So Sean can be hungry and want a specific thing, and I say, you know, if you want that, go buy it, and he will just not eat. No, I mean, like right. I just break yeah. down and eat the sandwich out of the refrigerator. Which that's a good, that's good, it's a good trait to have. Um. What about you, Drez? Like, spend that money? Like, to save that money? What's your concept of money? I got to save the money right now, but uh, usually when I'm going to do something, try to find a certain amount that I want to keep. So, I have, like, a goal of $100 at all times. Have 100 on you at all times? Yeah, just in case. Man, I wonder who's listening out here that knows Drez is going to have 100 on him. Have a blue face on him. That's dangerous, man. Don't let people know how much money you have. Oh, yeah, dangerous. I'm in the same room as you right now. You don't know what I'm about to do. <laughs> I know that wall it is. Um, in school, do y'all find kids like having a bunch of money in in school? I mean, I'm sure kids sell stuff in school and all know. kinds of things. In my know. school, I'll, I'll just say like back in my day, people who had money made sure you knew you had money. But we went to a different school. And, um, you know, some, throwing some dice in the bathroom money was on the ground. <laughs> People selling stuff. I mean, like, how is it now with, is, is money, is really, is money a status thing? Um, yes. School? Kind of. Really? For um, sure. A lot of teachers sell stuff now. They sell to, stuff to students? Mm-hmm. We'll sell stuff other classrooms for clubs and whatnot to raise money. Okay. Um, okay. So. so for clubs and stuff. Okay. So, now you, you were all over that. You said money in school is like a thing like a status thing so how how do how do students or people just flex their money how, how do they do that um clothing shoes talking about it it's there's a list it's a okay. whole list heard that actions it's everything typical teenage teenage stuff what yeah. you about what about you boogie I would say in my school, I don't think money is a status thing because you could be one of the coolest kids at school and a lot of people know and a lot of people mess with you and you could be living an average life. Now, there is still people that will 
they're not flaunt it, but they'll talk like they have it, or they'll just have this sort of attitude about them that makes them seem that way. Mm-hmm. But overall, I would not say it runs the hierarchy of my school whatsoever. Wow. Okay. Is it? Do you think it runs the hierarchy of, of your school, Dresden? Um, I wouldn't say so, only because I mainly focus on my f- friend group, so I can't really speak for the whole school. Uh huh. So, okay. Well, that's cool. Well, I w- I will say from experience, people who talk about having the most money probably don't either don't have it or they're most in debt. You know, so um, that's interesting though. So you guys are saving a summer. So let's let's go back to talking about summer like teachers will blow up summer when you guys get back and you guys are saying you know it's just summer it's just time away from school well you know you're going to 10th grade you you guys are going to high school like you you do you guys realize you're gonna have only one two maybe three summers what two summers you got two summers left of coming out of school two or three Coming out of school and then going back to school. After that, it's adult. It's adult time. Or college. Oh, after that, it's college. And you can have summers during college, but it's different. But you most likely be working through college. Right? So, um, with that being said, I just want you guys to realize that. You know, it's in the it's end of, it's not really the end of your school career. Your K-12 career, but just something to be aware of. I wouldn't you know? say school is just school for uh, or summer's just summer uh, For some of us Like once you get Become 16 And you're able To get your driver's license It changes your summer Completely In my opinion Right 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 then you can go do Stuff you want to do When you want to do it Okay And then I feel like you'd have More opportunities to jobs Because you'd be able To bring yourself And pay for your own stuff Okay So So are you guys Working towards Getting your Getting your driver's license Your permit What stage are you guys in that I have my permit. Um, I'm ready to get my driver's license. So do you feel like you're a good driver? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> What's the hardest part about driving? Um, um, knowing that there are blind spots in a car and not just being stubborn and not checking. Okay. Now you're driving. Now you, you, you try to get there, everything early, right? Yes. What's up? Y'all, I am trying to drive. Have you stole the car already? Have, a what? Have you stole the car already? No. <laughs> I'm just messing. She forgot to say not yet. She just said no. <laughs> right, not yet. I'm okay. trying to drive though. Okay. So where are you going to drive to? Trying to drive to work? Trying to go all over? All over. Heard that. I was the same way. As soon as I started driving, I was burning gas, man. I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be I out was the burning house. The, I, was, I was burning the ozone layer open <laughs> when I was driving so much. <laughs> uh, that's cool though, um, Sean. What about you? Um, I don't know much. One of my questions is, where do y'all got to go? Like, y'all are so ready to drive. See, we got friends. I'm just playing. playing. No, nah, you ain't playing. <laughs> are you for real? <laughs> well, just hanging out with friends. Like, uh, you'll see. One of the biggest problems is rides. Parents don't want to constantly bring their kids back and forth, back and forth. They got things to do themselves, so. To like lighten the load off of them and to get a little more freedom of you. I understand that. I think um, I'm definitely ready to drive, but you probably have more. Okay, maybe not ready. I know that, that he's making a face <laughs> me right now, but maybe I'm not ready to drive. 
but I could see myself driving, and I, I don't feel like I have the drive that y'all do, and maybe that's because I'm just uninspired to go places. I'm really the type of person to not want to go anywhere. Like people invite me to stuff all the time. I don't mean I'm going to go. You can come over here if you mm. want to, but I'm I'm most likely not going to go. Mm. So really no need to just be all over the place. Yeah, I mean, plus gas is like, bro, gas prices yeah. right now, yeah. 2023 gas prices. <laughs> like, I he's just watching, have to, he's uh, watching the five cent go up and down. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was three cents cheaper this morning. <laughs> I've been paying for you it. You got type of awareness, Sean? He said he was tight with his money. You see that? <laughs> we should get him like an electric scooter or something, right? Exactly. <laughs> like 50 miles an hour. <laughs> I'm well, just saying, like, them gas prices is like, I'm just. I have friends that drive in and they be like, yeah, I filled up my truck. It was like 60 bucks. I'm like, I don't know where you pulled that 60 bucks from, but. Hey, the jobs. Get money, man. Part of the system. Get a, get a job. That is true. I Part of need the to system, be indoctrinated Sean. in th- this system. Yeah, I think Sean is trying to avoid the system, which I've been pounding on, my, on Sean and Mia. Like, hey, <laughs> me and me and Nina are stuck in this system that we can't get out of. We can get out of it, but that's a whole other conversation. So, hey, full of I guess White. I guess you're enjoying it. You join your youth while you can, and Anaya is just, just dying to get into be part of the system. Come on in. There's plenty of room for you. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, get you a car. Get you a car payment. We'll get you an insurance payment. Way up there because you're brand new. You know, <laughs> go get gas. Go get you some credit cards. Just fall right in line, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness, yeah. Seal your fate for the next 10 years. Maybe not a credit card. I'm going to be smart. I'm going to get a debit card. Yeah, I'm not trying mm, to get a credit card. Until you swipe the debit card and what happens, there's no no cash in there. Mm. What happens then? You'd be like, but I, you'd be like, I really need this. Like, what you I'll really going to do then? Ask a friend. There you go. And then I'm not going to give you no money. She's never going to pay it back. That's so right. The solution is get money. Is exactly what you guys are trying to do. Get money. Find a way to get money. It's true. Money goals the world. Very Francis. How much do you think stocks will actually influence your money? Um, I'm not a stock person. I don't really dabble in stocks like that, so I couldn't I couldn't tell you. Um, maybe we get somebody on here who can answer that questions, but how much will it influence your money? I guess it's, it's just how much you put into it. Uh, it's really how much you play the game, but you know, I I played in the game just lightly enough to say that I did and I haven't won yet. So uh, it's a skill set. It's it's something that if you're going to get into, from my understanding, you get into it. You got to get into it heavy to to really do some movement, and you got to know what you're doing. It's not a game. It's your money, but people make money off of it. But all we hear about is the people that make money off of it, and we see them on Instagram and you know living that lifestyle and not showing you all the people that didn't make money off of it. So I couldn't really tell you that, man. I really couldn't. But um, I think any opportunity you guys have to learn about it or interact with somebody you feel like you can have a conversation about, it, ask them, you know, hey, how do I make money? Stocks. I got a guy I work with. Claims he made a pretty good amount of money. I, from what I can see, does pretty well. But he still works with me, though. So, you know. Can't be doing that well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> could be, couldn't be, might be doing it for fun. But, you know. So cool, man. Um 
One thing I want to ask y'all about is social media in school. So, you know, we got Snapchat, we got Instagram, we got Facebook. Except um, me, I don't got all that. I mean, right. neither. So I got nothing. Really? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Why not, Drez? Is that a, like a parent um, set by? Is that a rule set by your parents? It or? was my parents, mm-hmm. and I've always wondered if when I can get it, will I? And I've, I know how much problems like Snapchat and that kind of stuff follows, mm-hmm. and I'm happy with th- the way things are right now. Okay, so I, I'd rather stay like this than go into social media and mess it with it. Okay, what about you, Nye? Ooh, now I'm making a face. She's it's in the a, system. It's a big topic. Um, a lot can go into it. Mm-hmm. And once you're in it, you're in it forever. I wouldn't say that. Mm. You can you can cold turkey that. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's forever. I've seen grown folks cold turkey it. I mean, Let's yeah. Take a break. It's very easy to close out, but it's also hard. I get it. I've been there plenty of times. I've done it here and there. Okay, Sean. Um, I'm. I've always been interested in the idea in having it, but it's kind of this on and off thing. I don't think that I need it, but sometimes when I'm thinking like, or I'm not in a good position in my life, I'm like, what am I missing in my life? And that is a like majority of people my age do have, it and I don't have it. I'm like, is that something wrong with me? Is that reason why I'm not getting the social interaction that to expand my knowledge? And sometimes I'll think about that that way. But in other ways, I'll think about there's multiple successful people out there that aren't on social media like that. So in reality, I really don't need it. Okay. That's that's pretty interesting way to think about it. Um, I would say there can be, you can't get in a situation where if you don't have social media, you can be, you feel like you're left out. Right? Like, uh, Definitely. I, this is the thing with adults with Facebook, like... You, we can get to a point. I've got to a point several times with Facebook where I just disgusted. I'm disgusted with how people just talk negatively about other people or just blatantly throw their problems out there. And it's draining. Social media can be draining. So, I, you know, I cold turkey it and then I'm missing out on news flash or things going on with the family who post. Um, you know, you're just like, dang, I missed that. I didn't see that, or I'm not in the know, you know, in the know. So it, it's it's kind of a gift and a curse that everything you find out on social media, everything you do find out is usually on social media first. We don't wait on the 6 o'clock news. Typically, we don't wait on newspaper. Who reads the newspaper anymore, right? It's all on social media. So um, that's cool that you guys have some different opinions on them and just not jumped all the way on them um bullying in school over social media is that is that real heavy right now i haven't seen it firsthand well actually no i had a friend that dealt with it but we shut that down real fast dang can you can you expound expand on that a little bit i mean you know oh my god i almost said i got him about the way but that sounds wild (laughs) i mean it is what it is i mean Someone was talking crazy. We told an authoritative figure about it, and they shut it down. It is what it is. Wow. Y'all heard? Y'all had any situations like that? Not that comes to mind. Mm. I've no, I've heard of it between walking down the hallways and hearing people talk about conversations. 
of somebody texting someone else about drama. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah, the text can, can cause a lot of drama. It spreads a lot. Yeah, the text. I mean, even adults, we text each other, and it's like, it can be a, sim- it can be a simple sentence. And some adults will take it one way, and some adults take it the other way. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Um, how often do you guys take the time to move a conversation you're having with friend or classmate, peer, whatever, from a text message to in person? You mean Is that how, something you, you practice? How fast? No, just like how often do you do that? Do you do that, Any? Do you think about that? I mean, I'd rather talk to someone in person over t- than over text. Um, I find it easier to read a situation based off of, like, their facial expressions, how their body is, right, and whatnot. Be able to go off of that, see if they're comfortable with a certain topic or uncomfortable. Because over text, you can say, okay, in so many different ways, yet it all sounds different. Mm-hmm. Right. My opinion of it is... The way you read someone's text is a inflection of who you are as a person and how you read other people. I think um, I definitely do agree that conversation in person is better than conversation through text, though. I feel like me as a person struggle a little more in person because it's almost out of this fear of I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't have this safe wall that is my phone in front of me to stop whatever's about to happen happening. But. In the real way, the best thing to get things done is always through person, in person. It's how we've been doing it forever. And there's no reason we should be changing that right now. Mm. That's major. What about you, Nye? Anything, anything you had on text that you just like, look, I ain't text you no more. It's on site. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> wild. <laughs> I mean, I have the same thought process. I like to talk better in person because, like, I'll text how I talk in person. So, like, I'll say things sarcastically over text, and people are like, did you mean that? And I'd be like, are they like, are you being sarcastic? And I'm like, yeah. Like, I I personally like conversations in person better, mm-hmm. whether it's, like, a hard topic or not. It's still better to talk about it in person so people know your point that you're trying to get across right, instead of taking right. it the wrong way. I totally agree with that. You know, any, anything important that's real important, you want to save it for in person. That's yeah. what I like to do. You know, it's you. You don't want to get. You don't want to break up over text, right? Absolutely like, not. I know that's a thing, right? For me, it depends. <laughs> Whoa! Listen, can Come you, on now. Please elaborate on that. Come on. How'd your text go, Dres? Look, look. Check this out. Look, check this out. I'm, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. I would at least call them. The in certain relationships, I feel like in person. Um, one person can be one-sided, um, mm. and can manipulate the other to feel a certain way about doing it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it more depends on who it is you're breaking up with. Wow, I okay. can I can understand that perspective. I get that. Yeah, breaking up over text. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a supporter of it whatsoever. I feel like. But if you really feel like it, it comes down to you need to do that because of the situation you're in, then do it. Because some things can get out of hand via call, too. Like people just talking over each other. 
another reason why I like to overtext sometimes is I, I don't have to talk over somebody else. I can say articulately what I'm trying to say. I can and I can think about it as long as I want to. Mm. That's interesting. That's cool though. That's cool you guys have that awareness though, you know. Um but any chance you get to have a real conversation, I encourage you guys to try to talk to people face to face or try to have some type of in person communication. I mean people, you know, long distance friendships and things like that, they're gonna have to happen over text, but well, I guess what I'm trying to say is don't get lost in the phone. Because I think a lot of kids your age are, like, totally lost in the phone. Yeah, definitely. Like, they, yeah. Can, they, can, they can speak in all caps on the text. And then you get in front of people and they can't even read out the book. Because they're just so shook. You I know? feel that way. Yeah. So. I feel like some people, um, if you know someone well enough and know how they text, it can be okay to text or converse over text to see different reactions because it you you know you know how they feel with certain stuff they say mm-hmm. if it's in all caps they might feel like emphasizing it while someone else that you're not close with could just be like oh I just did it to do it mm. so heard that yeah I I definitely agree with all everything you're saying mm. So you guys are texting, you know, we're talking about social media and texting. I mean, there's all this Snapchat, Instagram, Discord. This is something Sean Rick brought up to me recently. How many of you guys on Discord? Um, I have it. I have um, it too. I is that it. more like a video game thing or like what like what what is that? Um, I've done it for like different clubs I've been or I'm in. Okay. Uh just for little reminders of hey, this one we're doing this. Um or hey, we have a problem with this and this, so we got to uh finish this by deadline. Mm. And then I feel like it's easier to text friends or certain friends on there because I do have a problem with, like, giving out my phone number. Um, I've had it leaked before. And okay. Okay. That's cool. I didn't think about it like that. Give it out your phone number. Because on those apps, you can just delete or block somebody. I guess you can do it on the phone, but it's easier on the app to delete or block somebody. Yeah, on Discord or something like that. Delete or block them. It's not like they can just. Not many people will have that, and mm-hmm. so they can't just send it to people and be like, "Hey, blow him up. He blocked me. Whatever." While with a phone number or anything like that, like, blow him up, and then you get calls, calls, text. Okay. Yeah, I um, that definitely is a thing I notice nowadays. People don't give out their numbers anymore. Like it's like. You got to be really close to them if they're going to give you their number. But otherwise, you're probably never going to conversate with them outside of school. Yeah, I feel or like wherever you're at, I guess. I feel like it's if you if you end up giving your number to someone, then that means you trust them, or you feel like you have um, you'll have time with them. Like maybe not a relationship, but you'll be in communication or close communi- uh, communication. Okay, so it's like, all right, you got my number, so you're on a different level now. Yeah, Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Okay, but, like, what about the people, like, I have friends that don't have, like, social media to talk on, Mm -hmm. and, like, all these other apps to talk on, and all they have is their number. Like, you trust them to a certain extent, like, that's all they have to give, to talk, if they're trying to get closer. I think that 
if they ask for your number because that's all they have, there are, I think it's a lower chance of your number being leaked because I think social media has this influx, this infect of our generation of overpowering each other in any ways possible. If someone's operating only off their number and they try to leak your number, bro, who they going to leak their number to? Who, who they going to leak your number to? Like, for the numbers they have, imagine how many numbers they really have. They probably don't have that many numbers. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I guess you just have to play it case by case, yeah. you know. Um. So so with with the way of communicating, like, you know, through all these platforms and through these clubs that you guys are in, through online gaming, like, how do you guys balance all these people that you have in contact with. Cause when we were going to school, it wasn't like that. When we were going to school. It was who you were in class with. And that was their time. You, you know, I could have, I could think of something funny. I may have wanted to tell Gerald, but I wouldn't tell it to him until I was in class with him or seen him in the hall the next day. So it was like through our day, we have segmented groups of friends that we like to do, you know, like, all right, I'm going to be in, I'm going to be in chemistry for an hour. So I get to act the clown this way with this, 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 and you know, you have your school bus crew and then after school. So with all these people, you guys talk to, you have groups of groups of friends. Um, how do y'all balance? How do y'all balance like all these people? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've limited it down by a lot like I'll be acquaintances to people I'll be nice people um but I do have a specific friend group okay I've limited it down to like 20 people may seem like a lot but as in a friend group mm-hmm. whether they're be, they're friends with each other or not I feel like that's a that's a good amount okay so have you like have you sat down and inventory your friends counted them out um no but just off the top of my head I would say from school, uh, not counting the ones that count as family, I have about 15. 15. So you'd say those 15 you like talk to daily basis, weekly basis? Um, yeah, usually because okay. they're in my classes and it just makes the days more enjoyable. Right. I'm trying to think. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> nice, like 100, 200, 300. Well, why is she thinking? I've limited it. Um, I think there's only, like, once you get to know people, there's only a certain few you can really be true friends with. Uh-huh. And that's what I've limited it down to. Like Dress said, like, you can be an acquaintance, but, like, you're not really friends because it's only in school. Right. And, like, out in public and whatnot. Like, if I have you over to my house, you're on a different level. Right, right, right. Or if I invite you to personal things, it's a different level. So that's what I've limited it to. I definitely have less friends. Okay. Because, well, it'll expand eventually. But where I'm at right now, it's a smaller group. But then there's groups in between those groups. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just separates by itself. And then, like, if we all have a big group, then we'll all come together. 
But other than that, it's like separate little groups. Would you all agree that school friends are not the same as like normal friends or like neighborhood friends or family friends? I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Mm. I think, uh, well, it what's, your, what's your expect? Your it depends aspect on where you're from. Um, it depends on what neighborhood you went to, what kind of family you have. Some of your school friends turn out to be some of your best friends. So I think there, there's good friends everywhere. You just have to, you have to find good people whose values align with your values. And sometimes people can be cool to hang around with. People may be the life of a party. Oh, they're going to be there, so it's going to be lit, whatever. And then people bring trouble, you know. Um, And then being friends with somebody in school, man, those friends turn out to be not good people outside of school. Yeah. Mm, I definitely get what you're saying there. Right. And you're going to find that out at house parties. (laughs) You can't find me going to no house parties. Yeah, me neither. Um and when I say I limited my friends down, I, I will only spend, like, hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Well, it's good to be aware of that. Um, you run across people that come in your life and yeah. it's all great, and then it's like they're gone. Right? Some people aren't meant to be here forever. They're just meant to be here for a little bit of time, and that's the way it goes, especially that's, as you get older. And that's okay. All right. Gerald's here. Yeah, my boy G's here. My uh, boy G, jump in. in. My two cents. But uh, I find myself throughout the years compartmentalizing friends. As I get older, you, you, your group, your friend group does get smaller. But I know, like in high school and stuff like that, you had. For me, I had like you know sports friends, friends you game with, friends you just hang out on the regular with, and then but then that also gets tighter too, smaller as as the years go by. Right. But and then those those smaller groups tend to be like like y'all's best friends year after year. And then like like friends said that there's some that you go to party with and that's all you do. But that's like, you know, every once in a blue moon. Because, mm. you know, that's that's all they're good for. You know, not saying that they're bad people, but outside of that, what else do you have? Go in as a friend with them is just to have a good time, right? Like, do do, do you have things that in common that you're working towards, right? Or common interest, common healthy interest, you know? So people come and go. How, how do you guys deal with? So you, you guys deal with all these friend groups that you have. How, how do you guys deal with? You have this friend group over here and this friend group over here, and they don't mesh. Um, I know one of the things is, depending on the group, I share my time. Like, I want to hang out with my school friends and whatnot, and I might have stuff planned constantly, but I also want to hang out with, like, uh, Sean and I. Mm-hmm. And I've always been worried that one day I'm going to, like, have a party, they're, like, a birthday party or something, and mix all those friends, and it they don't mix. Right. Like... That most of them probably would. They're all all my friends. I try to keep neutral. I try to keep cool because mm-hmm. the ones that really start to create divide usually I feel like would cause problems in your life. Mm-hmm. Which um, at this age I really don't want. Great. Yeah. Um, when it comes to balancing 
that kind of stuff. I don't try to force any kind of meshing or be like, I really want this person here and I really want this person here or these group of people together. It's that's a hard thing to do. In my opinion, that's a really hard thing to do because people all the time will like, I want to say flip personalities, but they'll mesh it in such a way to the mm-hmm. point where they're giving these group of people a different energy than these group of people. And they could still be their best friends on both sides. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you'll be the same for both people. If you're to anyone out there that's trying to mesh people, I think you should try and do it real slowly. Mm-hmm. Maybe one at a time, be like, okay, then this group of people and this group of people. And then the singles in each group will be like, oh, that guy was cool. That guy was cool. That was guy's cool. And then. Over time, this thing it can mesh into a bigger tree. Mm-hmm. In my, at least that's in, in my opinion. I have a question. Would you consider that as uh, someone being fake? If you're trying, if they're trying to, let's say, accommodate to a certain type of friend group that you might have tried to invite together. I wouldn't say that's being fake, because knowing my friends. I don't expect any of my friends to be fake with anybody. That's the kind of friends I enjoy making. If you're going to tell me how you feel about somebody, like, tell me how you feel about somebody, and I won't bring them around again. It is what it is. If y'all don't mesh, y'all don't mesh. But just respect that that's my homie, too. Right. That's that's all I need you to do. You, you don't got to get along with him for me Excellent. to get along with him. Right. Wow. And that's and it's law right there. It's law right there, yep. <laughs> and that's how it should be. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the problem I see is... People catering, trying to cater to everyone. And that's draining, you know. It is. You know, it's like, hey, this is my homie, this is my homie. And, you know, some people just don't mesh, right? So it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. What's your opinion on it, Nye? Um, I could say I've been in that type of situation where I have, well, I don't have to mesh, but I have meshed. And, it ended up one side falling, but for the better, because I realized that the group that wasn't falling was like my group of people, and I learned to be like better at choosing who I'm friends with and who I can trust, because I'd still like be friends with those people that fell off, but it's just like ups and downs and I realized that there were more downs than ups with those people so I chose the friend group that had more ups and like learning abilities because I learn from my friends all the time so like I chose to stay with the ones that will help me grow and not take me down yeah I heavily agree with that that makes a lot of sense okay that's cool it's good stuff guys um I just got a couple questions I want to run through since we're all here um I know we've been kind of talking about school and stuff and let's switch it up about family. Um, so now you had your your brother's birthday today. Yes. How does it feel having two brothers? It's a roller coaster. Like <laughs> so many twists and turns. Right. So do you find yourself like, how can I word this? Being their like emotional support or... When it or comes is it it's like when they're hurting? I know they'll go to, to mom and dad, but is it like, nah, I want you? For the younger one, yeah. Because I'd say 
I like to call it like me being the second parent because mm-hmm. when the adults aren't around, I have to be there and I have to step in and be helpful, which isn't always bad. It's really fun to have a connection with your younger siblings, even though they're a lot. <laughs> um, but it's like nice to have different perspectives on different points in their lives. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. Like, and I get to watch them grow up. Right. And I right. get to help them. Right. So there's, there's pros and cons. So you get a chance to mold that. Yeah. To mold your, your younger sibling. So I think everyone here is the older, the oldest sibling. Everyone. And um, in, in my dad's side, yeah. yeah. On my mom's side. So tell us about your dynamic with your sibling's dress. Um, on mom's side, sometimes it feels like I'm the oldest because I feel like um, in a few cases, I'll have the most maturity over certain topics. And I wouldn't try for my mom's side to, like, overparent them or anything like that. Because they're both older and they can do stuff on their own. Mm-hmm. And we're all, like, a s- different steps in grades. Like, older, oldest one's in 10th. Uh, or going to 11th, I'm going to 10th. And he's going to 9th. Oh, wow. And... I know a lot of stuff. We relied relied on each other for school. Mm-hmm. Um, helped each other out with like biology and stuff because since you're in high school, you might have the same classes with them, and it may be weird, but it's also nice to have that other person that can help you, and when you might not have connections in class. Um, I share a room with one of them, and it's the younger one, mm-hmm. and it there's been times it has been tough. Um. Uh, dealing with each other, both of us being annoying and petty, and they're both they are both boys, so we're all stubborn. Mm. My dad's side, I have a younger sister and brother, and it's hard because the younger sister wasn't always there in my life, mm-hmm. so I never knew how to approach it. And I will still say, I don't. It, I'm still trying to learn because, um. The only, like, women I've had in my life are parents. Mm-hmm. Um, not really cousins or anything. So, parents and grandparents. So, having to deal with one that's younger than me, looks up to me, is difficult. And then I have another one that's younger. And knowing he looks up to me, it's nice to know. Sometimes I'm like, I want to do stuff that I know isn't a good role model. But then it's weird because I feel like I have to find the point where I'm like, do I still do it? Or do I not do it because I don't want him to get a bad idea of me? Right. Wow, that's 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 honorable, man. I mean, you're constantly thinking about how your brother looks up at you, and he's checking, he's keeping you accountable. Yeah, I've he's gonna want to do everything you do, man. No matter <laughs> what it is, it's gonna be cool. I've seen how he's bounced off of the sister. I'm like, it's hard <laughs> dealing with one of y'all. I got two of the same person. It's a lot. Yeah, heard that. What about you, Sean? Um, you know, me just having little Mimi, my little sister. She's um she's the wild one. Out yeah. of us two, she's the wild one. Definitely. It's um it's definitely an experience. Sometimes some days I grow really tired of her. She gets really clingy. <laughs> but other days it's great to have her be around. I couldn't imagine my life without her being in it at all. I I think it's enjoyable to watch her grow up. And sometimes it's not, sometimes it is. But, 
you know, she's just evolving as a person. I remember when I was her age. It's crazy to think that I used to be as old as her. Her. Like, it's not really like, when they're younger, it's not a concept like, yeah, I used to be as old as you. But now at her age, it's like, yeah, I I really used to be as old as you. And I went through all these things when I was as old as you. And it's a crazy thing to think about. Does that help you understand her? Um, Sometimes, but I feel like she's a bit more irrational than I am, for better terms. I don't, it's, <laughs> the way she me. deals and operates, it's not the, the way I operated when I was her age whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we're just two completely different people, and it is what it is. But when the end of the day, I still love her, and we're still family. Heck yeah. So when you guys grow up, you guys... You know, everyone having younger siblings, y'all grow up, and y'all are going to be squatted up so hard. Like, I don't think y'all realize yeah, we got, how much backup y'all have uh, on each other. It's no. going to be ridiculous. Built in relationship. Huh? Built in relationship. We're going to be having each other. they babysitting our kids, like, every other weekend. Oh, oh goodness. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be, and I was even like, I'm going I'm to hand off my kids to you and Sean one, one night when I'm older to have some fun. Right. I'm like... Built in babysitters. That's what your mom and dad are there for. They're going to be your babysitters. No. I don't. It'll I don't want my kids. I don't, I don't need my kids around like elderlies. Oh, <laughs> damn! Well, <laughs> I need you to elaborate on that, please. Like, I want them. Like, not that y'all wouldn't like let them have fun, but like, I feel like if they're around like younger figures. Then they'll just like express themselves more, because I feel like grandparents they don't show as much expression as younger people would, and they'd also have kids, so then their kids could bounce off of kids. Nah, I don't know about me having kids, bro. I don't know where you got that idea from. And I just don't like old heads. uh, Have kids, so then I can babysit. Um. Oh, okay. You're looking forward to that? Yes. Okay. Uh, You get them every Tuesday. Um. Yep. <laughs> I um with washing your washing your kids and I I'll do it cuz I love kids. I always love kids. And if dressing okay. But <laughs> <laughs> I no I like I'll say it in any crazy way. And I would love to watch nice kids cuz she's kids. family. What about my I love to watch yours too, Tristan. Okay, I hope they don't inherit the traits of younger you. So, Yo, you, please. I hope y'all's kids don't carry the traits of younger either one of y'all. Hey, what do you? What is that supposed to mean about yeah, me, though? I mean, we ended up pretty good. We all different. I mean, now <laughs> y'all y'all have grown up so much. Since, I was since y'all were kids. It's it's like nine day, but just the fact y'all talked about watching each other's kids. I don't. I don't even. Did I even ask that? I asked about. What did I ask about? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were saying like we all we have. A, oh, your a kids strong, are going to be squatted up. Yeah, squatted well, up. that's with your younger siblings. Y'all will have a squad. Oh, oh y'all weren't even talking about I thought we were talking kids. about us as oh. three. But they already talked about watching each other's kids. I, yeah, I got four of them. Yeah, How many kids. kids you got already, Dresden? No, four or five. Like y'all got better kids. I got none. Oh, another thing I wanted to add about Nye's thing. I I kind of agree with her statement about children not being themselves around their respective grandparents. Because as I feel like 
no insult to the older, but as they, as we evolve as a species, opinions and power, like not power, but ideas change. Ways of expressing yourself are different, and hopefully, as other, like as so and so become grandparents, they can ev- evolve with that generation, and they can understand and comprehend that. But some elderly, they can't comprehend that, and it holds back the children to to the grandchildren to a certain extent. I understand what Nye says about having friends watch your children because they could be more in their element, but. I don't. I don't want to take away from the grandparents to any extent because the grandparents. That's you can't take that love away from the grandparents ever. That's probably as strong as having your own children. Definitely, for yeah. sure. Grandparents is a special thing. So for for people who have the opportunity to be with their grandparents, that's awesome. You know, and I would. I, I'm pretty sure I speak for the people who don't have access to their grandparents. You know, you're going to be giving your kids to your grandparents. I'll say that. Or your parents. Right? So your kids, grandparents, your parents. Um, I will say this too. We're not the same. We're not going to be the same grandparents that y'all are dealing with. <laughs> yeah. That should be facts. You should already. We, we, we different. Yeah, you know. You, Ooh, we you different. You know my stepmom? You know she she going to be. Mom's Let's put it like this. Wallin'. She going to be with Everything that's going on with us. What, Absolutely. Like, we're going to be bringing the kids stuff y'all going to be jealous of. Oh, I can really <laughs> see that, too. I'm going to be upset. My mama didn't bring me this when I was your oh, age. Man, we sure didn't. You know, we're doing it now. <laughs> no, that's I'm, awesome, though. I don't want to give my kids up to my parents because you know they're going to be spoiling them. But stuff, That's what they're supposed was, to do, man. No, I know, but like... It's not there. It's, it's just the process. I mean, we we got it too man. with our grandparents. Did we? You don't even lie. My Mimi. Other sides. Des- describe spoiling for us. I mean, I w- I think uh, spoiling is like uh, receiving like when when a grandparent spoils their grandchildren. I see it more as. Giving more than they necessarily have to, and whatnot, because I know as a little kid, I I was bad. I I know I was bad. I, I was annoying. Don't give me thumbs up, bro. <laughs> I know I experienced it firsthand. Yeah, sorry about that. By the way, <laughs> could really control. All good. All good. All good. Um, but I know I was bold. I was given a lot, and I'm grateful for it. I'm not saying that I. Didn't want any of it because it was nice, um, but it's just taking those few extra steps that really, really aren't necessary. But you, you still do it. I understand that. Yeah. When you speak about it, you speak about it as if you're worried your children will be spoiled. Do you not want your children to be spoiled by their grandparents? I want them to be spoiled, but um, I'm more worried of how they will act when spoiled because kids, um, one. One small um, step in how they react to it can spiral down into, like, how they like the rest of their lives. Because if I, or let's say all the stuff I got spoiled for, I wasn't grateful, and I just wanted more and more, then I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be the way I am today. Mm. I can see what you're saying. I think 
that's manageable how much you spoil your child. And you can obviously take that spoiling away if you feel like the child is not acting accordingly to the spoiling. I think it all comes down to parenting. I mean, if they understand that, hey, that's grandma, grandpa, Mimi, or whatever the case may be, that's what they're going to do is spoil. But it's the parents, when they get them back from being spoiled, it's like, okay, we're going back into routine. I know you love them, but, hey, it's going back into, you know, whatever the case may be, school, whatever. But, I mean, that's just the the family dynamic of a grandparent to, to want to do that because they raised all the parent raised you guys to be hopefully good parents, good human beings. And that's just like the fruit of the labor as a parent to play with a grandchild and spoil them mm-hmm. because of all that. It takes a lot of work and, and, and y'all, you know what I'm saying? I, y'all are more or less clueless to being a parent now, but once you see it, you'll understand in my eyes, I, I feel like y'all will see it. Right. Once you are in it. I would definitely want my kids to have what I had, though. Because it is, I am grateful for it. And I would love for something that I care for so much to get that same thing. I heavily agree with that. Off the chain. Off the chain. And and as we're we're parents, we're learning as we go, too. We don't have this, we don't have this figured out. There's no rule book. And I'm sure my mom and Gerald's mom and dad and they're figuring out how to be grandparents. It's new. Life is new all the time. So we're all figuring out. I think if we have it all figured out, it'd be pretty boring. Ooh, yeah, most definitely. Like, what's a world without confusion? <laughs> yeah, no one to make fun of, man. It's coming, <laughs> it's, it's coming out of the confusion is where it's at. Like, the realization. Learning. Cool. True. Good stuff. That's um, that's something I notice is like you'll always get joy out of discovering new things, I feel like. Or at least new positive things or new things you can do. Like I don't know if you'd ever like get negative about that. Like, oh wow, I can do that. I'm upset about it. No. Like it's something to always evolve on. You always want to self improve. Always. I have this thing. It's called run the failure. I'd say it to myself like you gotta fail you gotta go find you gotta go fail so you can get to the win and that's just trying new things I mean like this podcast thing is a new thing we're just trying it see how it goes um so with anything discovery is great learning is great it's like a deep satisfaction when you learn something or you know something and you never know what doors is gonna open when you when you know something so like Drez I know you're part of Tell us about your robotics club. We're talking about learning things and discover. Like, talk to us about your robotic stuff. Um, with my robotic stuff, there is a lot of prior knowledge that goes into it, and for the design processes and actually building it, um, some pe- like some people are really not built for it. But it, even if they want to be, it's difficult for them because their brain won't see problems, solutions the way others might not. No, for me, I enjoy building stuff. Um, designing stuff is a little difficult for me to do. And one of the biggest things with, um, like, for discovery and beca- <clears throat> becoming a new you, I guess, mm-hmm. and all that, is 
for me, working with a team. I'm so, I wouldn't say self-centered, but I work pretty well with myself mm-hmm. and knowing what I want and how I want it. Giving control to someone else is sometimes really difficult for me. Heard that. I mean, it's almost like you have this vision and the people that were signed to work with you don't have that vision. Yeah. So you have to cater to their speed. It's hard. Or, or trying to explain to them your vision. Yeah, it's hard in like competitions having to build these massive robots because you, you have the small ones. Little, um, I think the regulations like, how much is that? Like two, uh, two and a half by two and a half by two and a half. Okay. For one robot, and I'm probably wrong on this, and I'm sorry. But um, building those, they're fun because it's like you only can build in this small of a box. So what can you do with that? And it's hard when I see differently than other people. Mm. And then especially with the big robots, it's a whole new ball field. And you have to learn from people even if you necessarily don't want to or you like them. Because it's like you don't want to be around them, but you know they know more than you do. <laughs> so That sounds like um, being an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's a hard concept to swallow, but... I don't want to be an adult. It's too much work. It's it can be hard if you make it hard, man. That's you know? true. Yeah, but that's cool. The robot robotic stuff. You know, I've heard about your competitions, and actually, uh, my job had a chance to do some stuff at your competition, and I missed that opportunity. I had another thing going on, but I, and after the fact, I realized you were there, which made me feel even worse that I wasn't able to. Um, but man, what I imagine. When when I hear about your competitions, is that show on TV, man, where they put the robots yeah, the in the robots? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, dang, love, you're have some fighting robots. You guys robots. don't do that, though, huh? Uh, no, um, I don't know if I necessarily should go into this, but um, I know we go through first, and they they have two different the big ones that I know of, like robotics companies, first and Vex. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been through first. I've helped um, as like volunteers for. Vex, Vex competitions, running them, building the sets, but working with first um, and like build in the games, mm-hmm. they're not made for you to battle and be like, okay, I can I can design the uh, or design the best killing machine I can. Mm-hmm. It's more of we're gonna set you up with these problems that can reflect real world problems. Like the the theme this year was. Um, like electricity, mm-hmm. putting, um, what's the word? Connecting, like uh, completing circuits, and you. They had a field where they had different stations where you can put objects in them for points, and then you also would have uh, your robot going across the field and whatnot to get stuff. Then you would think. If we do, we need points. It is it better to have score these points on your own or defend? Because defense, I've never realized it's a huge part in like competitions. Because mm-hmm. I think defend by offending. If that makes sense. Like it's, it's uh, defend by attacking harder than them. 
Um, I'll have to see it. And there there are a lot of cases where that works. But you're, the way they give you a task, they don't give you any tips on design process. The videos to show what the game is show unrealistic robots that will never be created, never work. So Why you say that? Um, because usually it's like some dinosaur in a wheelchair with a, a with its head as the arm. And it was just a, a useless design? Yeah, useless is what you're design saying. Oh, okay, just okay, to like okay. help you know what the game is. Okay. And so then they give you this this game, and then they leave you for like um, for a while to design a robot to fit this game. Mm-hmm. And I think it really reflects on uh, jobs in the future. Like if the if you go into the military and they ask you, "Hey, we need this um, say aircraft, mm-hmm. this aircraft to be able to transport stuff," um, but only certain materials that are very specific to certain conditions, then they just leave it all up to you and say, just build some for us and see if we like it. And I really enjoy that aspect of it because it leaves a lot of creativity. That's cool. Well, you know, we're like we're in, we're in the era of electric cars and everything electrified and um, stuff that people said aren't being, it won't happen or won't, is not possible is be, is happening right now, so... That's cool, man. If um, so, if you can build any robot, like your ultimate robot, you build it. You're the new Elon Musk, and this solves the world's problems. What would it be? Um, it depends what the problems are. Mm. All around, huh? Yeah, because I'm not someone creative enough to just build some, or I can build something, but I have to have a goal in mind. I can't just be like. Walk into a room with parts, and someone's like, "Build something." I'll build something random. It might mm-hmm. not have a specific task. Like I saw this video of this uh, chair that had a motor on it, the mm. boot that just moves it slightly, but it only lifts it up enough to make a scraping noise on the ground. There's no point <laughs> at all, but they built it. Mm. That's kind of like the stuff I feel like I would do without a, a problem or reason. Okay. Okay. I think I'm the same way as you, Drez, when it comes to I have these big ideas and I either don't know how to produce them or I'm working with a group of people and I don't have that kind of time with this group of people to try yeah. and force hand that in some kind of way or give out this idea. Also, I agree in the same way. I feel like I'm not creative enough in some points to think of ideas just off the dome. It's it's really hard for me to do stuff like that. I know I've like they give you a problem, I come up with a solution, and then it's it 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 really hurts whenever you come up with a solution. And you're really proud of it. You're like, wow, I did something on, and someone will walk in, look at the thing, and have another robot ten times better with less time and material. And it's hard to be like, you're right, you. That was really good. That was smart. Mm-hmm. Props to you. Um, because you want to be that person to do all that. Right. Um, I say just keep trying, you know. Keep tinkering. I'm a tinkerer myself. Definitely. I had toys when I was growing up, and I would take them apart. I had a a train 
that smoked. And I said, what in the world causes a toy train to smoke? I was like, what in the world? And come to find out, I just took it apart. And I took it apart and I found the little unit that made it smoke. And I didn't really understand it. And then really come to find out, it's how vapes are made today. It's a vape machine. That was like when I was like 10 years old. And I was like, dang. (laughs) Hey, how come Fisher, this wasn't? How come Fisher all my Pro- stuff wasn't smoking? <laughs> you know, Fisher Price, my first vape. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give me that train. Let me hit that train. Hit the top of that train. Yeah, so it's uh, it's, it's wild. Um, yeah, with the vape thing is like the vaping thing I hear in the news is a big thing in school. It's crazy. So, so like, the kids are they doing it just because it's? Like, is it the cool thing to do? I think. It is the cool thing to do. Or no, not the cool thing to do, but like with them. <laughs> yeah, it's they the cool thing to do. I don't think it's cool. Yeah. Um, I know some kid got escorted out of my class because of one. They were like handed over. He just pulled out his pocket, gave it to him. And I was like, no, I can even try to hide it. I think that for us, it's like when it was cool to be smoking cigarettes. In school? In school. Yeah. Is that is that a thing in school with you, some cigarettes? I mean, weed. No. Weed, smoking yeah. weed in the bathrooms. Weed and vapes, that's really well, what's come down I to. I think it. weed's going to be a forever thing. I mean, yeah. it was guaranteed class change in our school. There was going to be weed coming out of the bathrooms. You can smell yeah. the... Okay, it's not that common. Is it that common for y'all? It's a thing I, that happens. The, the, my middle school that I went to, y'all know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. That one, mm-hmm. you walk down the hallways, it always smells like that. You cannot find it any time of the day where it smells normal. Hmm. Crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't. I definitely. Don't, I don't feel like I have a, as big of an epidemic as you're describing it as, because it's a thing that happens. But when it happens, like everyone knows about it, because that's how uncommon it is. Yeah, I think it's still the like the low key. If you like, everyone thinks it's cool to do thing, but it's more of a. Maybe people are just better at hiding it. I mean, maybe that's what it comes down to. Because it's still there's still talk about it, but. You don't hear about it as much, or you don't see it as much. It to me, like the way you're describing, it, it's like it's a trend. If people are like, "Okay, this has been happening," there's nothing new to it. Like if someone got caught selling them, that might m- make some news yeah. around the school, or just something negative happens with that. Like that'll um, circulate. Mm. So it's definitely still happening. Um, because it, it's crazy because the way people hide it, they get really creative and it's almost <laughs> like, it's nice to know that people are creative, but it's also kind of sad, like how far you'll go yeah. for something. I can, so I can only unique. imagine for something so basic. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it's unique. Like this thing gave you superpowers by all means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand it as yeah. far as like the kids risking so much for for vaping but you know it's just sometimes it's all you have right or sometimes people have so much that they want more and that's their more yeah right are they just like living on the edge i guess so i feel like the concept of like living on the edge is like i feel like do you think it's a dying concept i don't think it's a dying i think it's more like um it's interpreted differently because if we're not, when I say I, if I lived life on the edge, I would do something uh, like I feel like I'd be doing or choosing more things that have an effect 
on my life um, in different ways while someone else is living on the edge could be or yeah someone else's could be doing smaller stuff like vaping and they might cause an addiction with life changing or they could try it and be like this isn't really for me it, it might be cool for everyone else but mm-mm. yeah yeah you, you guys have to define what's what's cool yeah you know following the crowd will always get you yeah, you just everything's right. everything stupid is gonna be a fad. I follow, I follow a crowd to a fight. That's one thing. When the school fights, go you a sucker crazy. for a fight. Yes, you I'm run in the fight. Are you mm-hmm. recording it? Um, I don't know if I can disclose that information on here. Wow, I heard that. Heard that. <laughs> Classified. Classified information. Well, yeah. somebody's got to document it, right? Somebody's for sure. got to. Someone. Absolutely. Someone. TMZ. You can work for TMZ one day. <laughs> 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 World star. <laughs> Well, I can tell you, I run away from them fights. I'm not trying to see nothing. I wasn't there. I don't know who it was. <laughs> it, it gets, right. it no gets involvement, crazy. right? Uh-huh. It's um, it sucks though. I feel like with fights, because some people they really just they need to get it out of them. They yeah. They they kind of they kind of need that because they can't get it anywhere else. You know, some some kids. That's like you said. They got to get out of them. Is that's something pent up inside of them. Yeah, that they're carried from somebody else, some from somewhere else, and they have to pick somewhere to release it. And I think that's why sports is a good thing. I think I'm I'm no school system professional or advisor or anything like that. But you know, kids who get in fights, I think they they need to be taken special care of, not just discipline, and not just find out why. I know that's really tough in the school system right now with the resources they have. They should be put in a program. Where they can have some type of release, like, "Hey, man, you fought, <laughs> play football or something." Like, um, I know like let me show you how to handle that. You know, most of the kids, or not most of them, but the, some of the guys I've seen fight, will, like, um, they'll be short tempered, but you can tell they're good people. Wow. So, uh, I don't know about the fight. Like, there was a fight uh, the last few days of school um, between two girls, and I, I was confused on what it was. Apparently, they've been beefing. For a while, and they were like, "Want to do it? Sure." And they didn't hold back. Let's, just, let's just get let's just get this over with. And I was like, "Why is the last?" Like the do y'all do y'all find like people who fight end up being real good friends after? It, Call it squash beef and we friends. No, I've never really? seen that before or had yeah, heard of that man. before. With, that with, was like with the kids. Oh, that was in our time, Gerald. In our time, <laughs> yeah. I thought y'all was beefing. Nah, man, we good. <laughs> Like we both, I I don't know. Is it like do we understand we both soldiers or what? I don't know what it was. I feel like you learn to be like mutuals. And also, I, I feel so. like it's who you're fighting with. Yeah. Because I've had people just, just for no reason, like you know, a little trash talking basketball. It was something everyone does, and then they just they take it a little too hard, even though you don't really mean it like that. Mm. And they get all mad for no reason. You mean you been in any fights in school? Um, no. No. I'm, I'm not the person to. Not as much as like no. I want the adrenaline rush. G, what, right. G, you been in a fight in school? No, I can honestly say I have not. Dang. What about you, Francis? What about I've been you, in Francis? Like four or five fights, man. Really? Yeah. No way. For I don't what? believe that. I just get picked on. Were you get short? Jumped. Were you short? Um, Look at him now. This is Asian. Just different. <laughs> they just jealous. Let's see. The I got. Let's up, see. Huh? I got. Right. I got bullied by a, a dude at the bus stop in my in my house in elementary school. I got in a fight with a dude with a kid, and I can say this now. 
with a kid who was having like a rough childhood and I was his victim of the day. And that was that was the first fight where I actually I won that one. I was like, dang. <laughs> I, I gained um a little bit of respect. Might gain a lot of respect, man. A lot of respect. Yeah. Um I could have been like fight night twenty twenty three No, that's just growing up in the in my neighborhood I grew up in. Um I got a couple of people in my face. Um, um but mostly it's just people who needed to release, like you said. Something going on or or you're young and you feel like your chest is all popped out and you're like you're on top of the world or whatever. Yeah. You know? I feel like when you said uh, squash and beef, mm-hmm. whenever you fight someone, you're fine with them after. Um, I feel like for some people, they'll fight. They won't be like friends, but they won't be enemies. That should be neutral. Well, they, be they like, know better. They don't want none no more. <laughs> it's it's they they tasted that and it's it's good. Like all right, all right. Wow, that's cool. Well, um, let me run through a couple of these questions. I know we've been rolling. Um, let's see here. All right, pet peeves. Let's talk about pet peeves. Yeah, I think Anaya should go first. Ooh, yeah, Let's no, go. you got it. Nah, you've been quiet. For real. You've been a little on the quiet side. What's your pet peeve? Um, I'd say my main is like probably not paying attention to others when. How do I put this? You not paying attention to others? Yeah, or like others not, not paying, paying attention, attention to you? To, we'll, like, we'll be on a subject and like somebody will be talking. But, like, everybody else is having their own conversations when this person is trying to. Like, I hate people that don't listen to the person that's talking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just hate when people don't give the attention that's needed right. to a person or whatever's going on. It's a respect thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're going to, as you get into adulthood, you're going to. You're gonna realize that, yeah. You know, when you're talking to somebody and they get down on that phone and they're doing something side, it's like sometimes it's like done. You don't get to hear my voice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm gonna cut you off from from you listening to my right. voice. It's um, I have like a lot, but like it's not constant. Mm. Mainly how you treat other people. Mm-hmm. Like if I see people that are being, I don't know. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. It's a whole yeah. thing, it's a whole thing whole isn't it? I get it. Well, I mean, when you talk to somebody and try to have like a real yeah. meaningful conversation, um, you know, give them your full attention. It's a respect thing. Yeah. And that's something I've been on lately. Is if you're going to have a real meaningful conversation, you know, Eye contact, be in the moment, no distraction. Those people would be, you know, having a full on conversation. Make conversation. They get on their phone, but they never get off. It's almost like, why do we even start? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why are we here? Yeah, why never here? getting off is crazy. Yeah, I've never experienced or seen that before. It yeah. it sucks. You have to realize your time is valuable. I mean, we all have the same amount of time in a day, and how we choose to spend it. So if you're going to be around with somebody, like spend your time with them, yeah. make it valuable, make it impactful That's, and then yeah. text them later. <laughs> <laughs> text whoever you're texting. Like, you know, there was a point where I got to, um, 
my father-in-law, he came over and um, we were having a real good conversation when I was first like really trying to get to know him and people were calling me and I, I think he just saw a couple times like, oh, I'll stop. Like he was stop, he was stopping and saying something important and I says, man, this ain't a good way to get to know somebody. So I texted her, was calling me like, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to talk to you for a couple hours. So I'll just hit you back. Yeah. Like. That's a big thing. And if somebody calls you and you're having an important conversation in front of somebody and you pick up that phone and you say, hey, I'm in the middle of something right now, you know, the other person will feel respected. I'm big on that. That's 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 a pet peeve. It's a good pet peeve to have. What about you, Dres? Um, For people? Uh, just anything. Just any pet peeve. It can be whatever your siblings do. Whatever your mom does, I don't know. Call her out. Call anybody out, man. She changed. <laughs> I just jumped. Um, I don't want to call anyone out because you don't say names. Just say, man, I can't stand when, when they know. put that. When when I go for the milk in the refrigerator and it's empty, <laughs> I, I know who drank it. I'm I mean, a. This isn't like one of my biggest pet peeves, but I I know those people that be getting the last things, and it's always the best thing in the pantry at the time. And then I finally get there, like. I've been hungry. I've been wanting this. I look inside. It's a little heavy. So I'm like, okay, there's some in it. Look in there. There ain't nothing in there. And I became so sad. I, I sit there and just stare at it, process it in my mind. Like, who left this in? Context clues for everything around me. You gotta hide stuff, man. You gotta get good at hide stuff. No. Uh, sneak stuff in my pockets, put it in a little drawer or something, and then eat it for later. Mm about you, Boogie? Pet peeves. Being nasty. Like, just... What kind of nasty? Yeah. Dresden, shut up. <laughs> no, like, explain <laughs> on that. Like, explain, like, explain on it. Explain it. Like, I'm not... Like, <laughs> I'm not doing nothing. Like, like what, what context are we using I mean, nasty like, in? Bro, when... Not, like, not clean up after yourself. I think how clean your bathroom is is a representation of how clean you are as a person. Because that is your personal space. If you're not nasty, I just play. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Blame that on the little monster upstairs called oh, okay. Mia. Sorry. Sorry, I forgot about her. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that's definitely one of my pet peeves is keeping places clean. If like I, I enjoy being in cleanliness all the time. Me if too. if I n- notice something's off. I'm gonna go clean it. I don't care. I'm about to go clean this right now, because like someone coming in or it just adds a whole positive aura into the room when a room is clean. Yeah. Um. Would you say you feel um like you don't have time? Whenever like you see you see some off, you see what you something you want to clean, but you ever feel like overwhelmed by everything you have to do, and then you notice those types of things, and then you like. Um, what's the word? You fight with yourself of what needs to get done first. Yeah, I definitely do fight with that idea. Because for the longest, my room at my mom's house, it was it literally was a place for storage and sleeping. I get up, go to school, go um, eat, go back to bed. Uh, that that's what it was at one point. I rearranged it last week, and it felt like a room, and. For the longest, I've been wanting to clean it, but wanting to do it. But school with end of the year grades really become overwhelming, and then 
clubs and scheduling with families activities and whatnot become oh super overwhelming. So does that is that a big thing for you? Yeah, I definitely understand that when it comes to keeping an area clean or it's your responsibility to clean something. It's kind of like it's definitely a problem, especially with how busy that you can be at sometimes. Be like, I I really want to clean this. Like I really want to. And you just you can't get it done, and you sometimes you have to pray that someone else in said house will do it. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> now, will, will someone do it? Yeah, most yeah. That's but your main person. will someone do it? Most of the time, though, or at least that's how it feels in my yeah. personal experience. And that's the joy of being an older sibling. The joy you're held, you're held accountable. Accountability. That's it. I don't know if I call that a joy. Hey, you want to live here? You guys got to be clean to a certain extent. I think I have one more pet peeve. All right. What's it? What is it? Um, so, in my opinion, I hate when people, like, you'll tell them something, you know you're right, but then they'll go and ask somebody else. That like, makes that sad. makes me, I, I'm, I'm not going to name any names, but I have a certain person in my mind that does it all the time. And I'm like, I gave you the answer. Don't go and ask somebody else. They're going to give you the exact same answer. And what are you going to do and turn around when you come back to me? I'm going to go, I told you so. Mm. I don't think there's nothing wrong with getting a second opinion on something. It depends. Like if it's some basic, like, hey, have, have you seen this around the house? And then you'll tell them the exact same spot, but they don't even go check. They will go to another person and ask them that same question. <laughs> See, that's what I've never experienced that before. You, Okay. They just just don't want to hear it from you. They don't want you to be right. Well, see, okay, but, like, they can't go and ask the question out in the open. Like, if you're talking to somebody, okay, yeah. But if you're asking out in the open with two or more people in the room, I'm, like, I'm usually going to answer first because nobody else is usually paying attention. I'm, like, right there. Okay, yeah, I'm going to give you an answer. And if you know, like, it'll be, like, oh, is this and this? And I'm like, no, it's not. I know, like, I know it's in it. It literally says it on the package. And then they're like, oh, mom or dad, does this have it in it? Like, <laughs> I didn't know you are talking about now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just told you, it's on the package, yet you still go and ask somebody else. Right. I, in that instance, it's probably more a sibling rivalry versus not wanting the that one sibling to be right just because it's that sibling. Yeah, you're gonna get that with siblings, though. I mean, that's just that's fine. <laughs> Next time, just say I don't know. I don't know. You're gonna ask somebody anyway, so once you go ask them, because I don't right. know. Right, right. What is your cool. pet peeve, Francis? Like Ooh, another man? What's a bunch? I got a bunch of pet peeves. Oh, what's one that stuck with you all through life? All through life, man. Um, wow, I didn't think I would have to answer this question. <laughs> I don't know. Keeping your teeth clean. Clean teeth, that's a pet peeve. Like, I've changed a lot of things as far as, like, mentality-wise lately. So things, reevaluated some things that I thought were pet peeves, things I can, I realized I can control. It's a whole other subject, though, but bring it back down. Um, teeth, bro, it ain't hard to brush your teeth. <laughs> like, man, like, somebody walks up to you, hey, what's going on? Ooh. And they got them Betty Crocker gaps going on. <laughs> Dude, I'm like... Disrespecting the air we're in right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not hard to keep your teeth clean. 
Um, wrinkled clothes. Really? In a professional setting. Oh, in a professional setting. Well, yeah. I mean, period. I mean, I understand you're going to have wrinkled clothes. You go to Walmart. But, man, if you got them, this been in the dryer for a week and I pull it out of the dryer. That's wild. <laughs> I can never. That's, that's a good question to ask. Like, when we grew up, school, like, there was a set of people that starched the heck out of their jeans. Is that still a thing? What is I don't even know starching yeah, okay. What is starch? Yeah, well, I, yeah, none of us know what that means. So let's, let's, pull, let's pull this up. It's part of ironing. When you iron your clothes, you starch it to make a crease. It's, let's just say in your jeans. Purposely crease. Right. Oh, and is the, it like the crease in your jeans? Right. Where have you had that, that design, the that new, look? The new look? I mean, not the new look, but when you buy yeah, a, yeah. a brand new pair of jeans. Oh. It'll, oh. Yeah. What, yeah see that? Go to that photo right this there. This one right here? Uh, or that one. Or well, the two of them below. Here. Like you, that's that's how kids used to wear their jeans when we were in school. Like you could literally stand them up by itself. Yeah, we're looking because it was so setup. starched. Yeah, so that so is crazy. When we were in school, this was a fashion thing. That's wild. See I mean, this crease right here? Not like that, bro. The, the the harder the crease was, the more player you were. That's really? exactly what it meant. That was a fashion Straight statement. Do y'all see this? really crisp jeans? I mean, for, I feel like for. I can't speak for females, but not, would you say for females, it's like the rip in your jeans? I mean, yeah. Um. The rips, the rips are like a thing. Yeah. yeah it's cool. no, the only reason I know thing. that is, is Mia. I mean, Mia wants jeans by Wolverine. You know. <laughs> rip, <duh. laughs> I mean, I feel like jeans with rips just have better style, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, don't get me wrong, there are jeans that are that look very nice without holes, but I feel like holes just add that pizzazz. Mm. And it just makes you feel more... So ripped and baggy, is that the girl style right now? Yeah. Ripped I and wear, baggy. I wear baggy jeans Ripped and baggy. Super yeah. baggy. Um, belt bottoms. Is that that's a thing right now? Yeah, it's time to go homeless, bro. Oh, that's that's the homeless fit that's going on right now. For I feel real. like we're going to go back to Jinkos here in about five years. Very, I know that. like, what are Jinkos? trendy. What are Jink- Look up Jinkos. Baggy, Jinko baggy, jeans. baggy jeans. Oh, I feel what I think they are. Oh, you'll see Jinkos. Like, this was a thing. How do you spell that? J-O. J. Autocorrect. Save us. J-N-C-O. Jinko no. jeans. Ain't no, no way. I want, you know, I want to come back. Those really Huge. baggy shorts. Right oh, Jinkos. Those were Jinkos. No, that, that was a thing for 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 me. It was back in middle school. Yeah. They, no, this don't even like this. They low key coming back. They low key. These are back. coming back. The you seen these the, in the school? Shorts, the young, Not young, to the this. Shorts that be going like, all the way down to your ankles that be flared out real big. Yeah. Back in like those the nineties, huh? You're talking shorts. Yeah, the shorts that were like past your knees. I've never yeah. seen that before. That, that's I've like the, that's like the that's like the NBA in the early 2000s. Oh. <laughs> I've seen a lot of kids now wear those kind. I mean, I've seen girls pull those yeah. off. Like, like crazy. I've seen pants not, like not these. Yeah. Not, not that. Not that severe. Like you could fit a midget. Yeah, this side. <laughs> one of those. Like, <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> this is the flared out. Yeah, this is the extreme Ugh. of what we've seen. The the Jinko jeans, super big bell bottom. Um, the, usually dragging on the floor. Yeah, that's like um, a skater style. Like now, skater. Yeah. Well, you know, what was weird was folks was skating with these things. Yeah, on. I've I never like, understood how? that. I, I just, yeah, yeah, that it doesn't was, sound safe. Imagine it hits a, it hits the wheel, you gone. So what? What about guys? Like, what's the fashion for guys now? 
I don't know. It's it, for me. I've always. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I've been made fun of for myself. Emo. Because, no, I don't think emo's no, style. Okay, no. Okay. Like, if, like if soft you've seen golf. me back in. I wouldn't what? say so. If you see me back in like eighth grade, seventh grade, I literally just wore khaki shorts and a jacket all the time. Nothing else. Only because it was simple. I knew what to put on. And it was just whatever. Like, I'm pretty sure I had like five pairs of the same. Pair, uh, <laughs> yeah, five pairs of the same exact shorts at one point. I, I retired them like that's, that's, last week. That's dad wear, bro. Last, last week. week. Last <laughs> week. Like last bro. week. No, I, they've been just sitting in a drawer. They had holes in them. I'm like, dang. I, I got my money's worth. Yeah, you gotta t- get them up out the way. <laughs> I got I know I got a discount at Old Navy with those bad boys. <laughs> but you wore a five pack out, bro. It's time, man. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You know, but, we had holes when we were young. My mom had a patch kit. I thought like, I was in my head. I was. Yeah, like, did you, you know, have that? Is your mom kit. Asian mom in the cookie boxes? Mom, the cookie tins? I don't. I don't remember. Man. I'm gonna say the ones we had didn't even come in anything. I don't know how they came. They just it was just there, bro. Mom, mom was like, "Oh, you gotta rip, get that iron out and burn that patch kit on there, bro." And it would be all random stuff like, I don't know. I think one of them was maybe she got from a garage sale. It was like a military ranking or something. And I'm like going to school, like <laughs> you know, like, right here on my knee. Like here's a patch of like four stars or something. And I was like, some some old vet who like like. Fought for his life. I don't know, man. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I ain't mine. You know, genius. Asian moms are hella frugal. That's for real. I feel like that's frugal. a trend now, though. I love Asian moms. Being frugal? No, 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 no. Like patchwork. Like a lot of people take different pieces of clothing and yeah. then patch them all together to Cust- make a new style. Customize? Yeah. Okay. A lot of the new styles are, have, are a lot more creative. Like a designer's choice. Um, I've seen uh, so many uh, clothes designers on like YouTube and stuff like that mm-hmm. who create their own either dresses to jeans and the patchwork on like some of the um you know the back pockets mm-hmm. those it's it's crazy and it's like you could buy any normal pair of jeans they fit feel the exact same mm. um but sometimes the money I'm just like I don't know if I put that much money into it mm. but back to the guy style I'm not sure. Not sure what the guy style is. Yeah, I've tried leaning out of my style because I'm imagine imagine I'm still wearing the same khaki cargo shorts from <laughs> seventh all the way to senior year. So it's comfort uh, comfort over style for you. For a while it was, and it still is because if I don't feel comfortable in it, I don't feel like it's for me. Okay. Um. Do you ever get in the phase of like I want to go shopping? Um. I want to go. I want some new threads. You can ask uh, my stepmom. Uh, like recently, I was like, I want a new style, but I'm too scared to try new things mm. because I found comfort in hoodies, like big time with That's body. The big thing right now with with the all. That's been like it's been like that for like for, it's been like that for like seven for years. Me, now. It's body image, like being able to hide under. I think yeah, it's that a hoodie is really easy. I can see that. You know, you but you have nothing to hide, Dresden. <laughs> I mean, none of y'all have anything. Yeah, okay, hide. totally. I mean, anybody has anything I mean, to hide. But like, other people <laughs> have different opinions of us, and I feel like our opinions of, our, of ourselves mm-hmm. weigh so much differently. Oh, yeah, that's true, man. So, we all want to look good and. Yeah, you see all you these know, kids with the XL attractive. hoodies? Like, 
You look like you could fit three more people yeah, in these bur- hoodies. Yeah. Y'all got to be burning up in those hoodies, though. Nah. <laughs> um, hoodies like, everywhere. I do. It's like, it's more of a comfort thing, though. Like, I feel like I always have to have one on. Not, like, for body image or anything. Just, it's comfort. Mm. And They, they do soft. Yeah, yeah recently, like, mm. ever since, like, I don't know, cleanliness, like keeping everything clean, everything has to be cold. Like my school, they keep everything freezing. That's, I mean, my opinion, and I know in a hospital setting where it's cold, yeah. the colder it is, man, would be sweating with a bunch of people. Yeah. I'm out of here, bro. I'm skipping school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. I mean, you want to you wanna have a roast session and we all sweating? Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Podcast, no AC, midsummer. I'm telling you, man. <coughs> like so, so, so hoodies. So really, it's just whatever with the guys. I know one thing that's and, always in style is them J's on the feet. Yes, oh, sir. Jordans, no doubt. Jordans will never go out of style. I think it will never. No, I've all like Nike is has made such a big impact, and a lot of I think Vans. Is that, like with skater style, yeah, that's Fans making a comeback. Converse, that, yeah, yeah, Converse, Converse. Um, mixing up with those and a lot of people mixing styles. Yeah, uh, it's really interesting to see it too. Yeah, in my opinion, you know, Jordans is 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 Jordans a status symbol in school? Definitely, for um, sure. I, I would say, so. say so. No, yeah, like shoes. I would. Am, shoes I would imagine wear? footwear. Mm, I mean, shoes. I'm in the footwear too. Footwear. Let me tell you this. Now, you guys, y'all know I buy shoes. I don't. I don't Your like fits I, are crazy. Like I, like I didn't. They go. Like I didn't. I, I, I don't buy shoes like I used to. But when I was in fifth grade, I wore the same pair of shoes all year. One pair all year. And then went to sixth grade and got a new pair. But they were like, they were some bobos. Mm. So I thought I was doing something by switching between. My shoes from last year and my new pairs. I was like, "Why well, I got to switch out. My first pair of Nikes wearing to school were cleats that my mom got from a thrift store. They were like 10 bucks. I was like, Mom, I need a pair of Nikes. So she bought me cleats. So my stupid self wore cleats to school. Like, I finally got some Nikes. And no, are, could you imagine the roast? Up? Man. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Chicken, bro. I was like, dang. I was like, dang. I so, remember sixth, seventh grade. I told my mom I wanted some Nikes. So I don't think y'all can even y'all you could probably look it up, but these were no Nike Bajas. All right, let's look up the Bajas. And uh that was her her answer to me getting Nikes. But it was like the worst shoe possible that Nike had made at the time. And I was like I thought I was the hot thing around. Which one is the drill? This one? Yeah. Oh, I, and they, I know those. the insole came out, Jason and you can slip Kidd. into it and slip into the regular shoe. It was these are Jason. These are these are player shoes. Those remind me of Yeezys. Nah, yeah, Yeezys, I mean, Yeezys ain't close. that bad. Jason Kids. There apparently it says vintage rare Nike Baja men's basketball wow. shoe. Jason See, Kids slip on. Bro, grade, they're two, the brother two sixty eight. You should have held on to them. And I was like, That's those were those were bad Bajas? though. Were they black and white like that? Yeah. Eh. That's like the exact same pair. It's, yeah, it's pretty That's close. Dang. Style, color style, and everything. Man, and all the retro and vintage. vintage I didn't know that they were Jason Kidd. So though. clean. 
Yeah. Which ones? The uh, like retro Jordan fours. Is that your is that your favorite Jordan? I think so. Yeah, I like the look of them. I never had a pair of fours. It's, it's the netting, the netting, and the way they had the flaps. I don't on. remember what a Jordan four looks like. You know, me, I, I bought Sean some fours. Yeah, he's red fours. He didn't know what he had, and then I turned around and gave them to Christian to give the lamb. I never saw a lamb one one time. Dang! <laughs> like, I was like, "Dang!" I should have held on. I do those like this. I do like these Jordan models, but I, I tried them on. I never owned a pair. But personally, I think all these Jordans are too heavy, man. I see babies. I can't wear any of these. My feet—they're flat-footed. I have to wear New Balance for comfort. bro. Okay, have, Dad, you're flat-footed too. You should put them on the insert, soles. Man. All really? my shoes have inserts. I told your dad about this. Does your dad wear inserts? Um no he's man we, we go I'm gonna to, send you the I'm gonna send you, you and your dad the link yeah we go to we go to New Balance and the shoes they look good they don't they don't look terrible um and they're really comfortable yeah it's like I said it's all about comfort well it's comfort for me too like I have to take out when I buy shoes I take out the sole the insole and I put my inserts in there are they expensive um they're forty dollars a pair but for comfort. And you look, and you can take them out any shoe and put them in a new pair. Okay, like, like, yeah, yeah. And and I was, I went to a foot doctor, and they were like, "You should have no business." Nike is a really flat-footed brand. It is like they make it for I mean, flat-footed people. No, no, make it for flat-footed people, but they're, they're not. Uh, they're not engineered for people with foot problems. Yeah, they're engineered to look good rather than feel good. Yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're you have mostly for style. The basketball shoes, like I wear basketball shoes mostly because I'm just heavier guy and I'm rougher on my shoes. So, I mean, do y'all, do y'all remember Zion when he blew out his Nike mm-hmm. in his first year? Like there's this big basketball player who played for New Orleans, um, Zion, and he literally was turning and and literally blew like Dragon Ball Z style out of his shoe. Wait, what? Like, like his foot came out of his shoe? Yeah, like, they didn't yeah, make it right. Like, that's it wasn't stitch right or something. So the way I walk, I'm like real tough. Um, so I wear basketball shoes, but I would recommend um, getting some inserts. I'll, I'll definitely do that. Shoe blowout. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna watch the video, but yeah. yeah Whoa! The whole, the whole soul just came. Yeah, apart. that's why. Like that that must have hurt him. There it is, right there. That's turn, crazy. turn, blowout. But this dude, this dude is like, in this time, he's freak of an athlete, man. I was about to say, he looks huge. I mean, young kid, heavy, but yeah. but real, like, really great with his feet work, footwork and speed and everything. And um, So that's just something to consider. But yeah, so going back to like overall like sneakers, I know that's a, that's a thing in school. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely... Um, like standards mm-hmm. with um, shoes, especially with styles. Like, have y'all heard the Black Air Force? The yeah. Air Force means white. Black. All she wants. The Black Air Forces? No, you can't carry it. You don't got the energy. I don't no, want some black, You want some Black Forces? Nine? Absolutely not. All right. You don't? All black? Yeah. You don't want All Black Forces? Black. You yeah. want them or you don't want them? Absolutely not. Why not? No. Why? All red and all black Air Forces, I can't. Like, 
I don't know. Like in but my opinion, all white I though. Just, Explain to me the all white. All white is simple, classic. Okay, see, basic. in most high schools, that's a white girl stereotype. It's having yes. all white well, yeah, but like, forces. Man, everybody I know has so all many people forces, that have I don't, basic white. I, I don't know a single I dude. I'm not gonna say I did have all white air force at one point. I know a bunch of dudes with all white air forces. Yeah, but all I, the time. All black though, and all red. All black scary. What's the all black? All black is hard. Like what's, like, what's all black? What do we call oh, all black? I can't. Hey, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. What's I think I call shooters. All, like, yeah, exactly. you a shooter. I, shooters. Exactly. I saw this one dude. Them, school, them shooters. He walked up, sagging his pants with black Air Forces on, the hoodie. And I was like, oh, nope, I'm good. <laughs> the shoes oh, no don't make happen. anyone man. It's just yes, they do. If I see you but in all red or all black, shoes. I'm gonna stay away from you. Why? Any kind of shoe. Actually, take that back. Only Air Forces. Sean, all black guy, and all red Air Forces. Shoes. I'm staying away. <laughs> Sean's got some all black Air Forces. Yeah. Step I away. Them. I've, I've seen I them. Step away. Sean looks scary when he wears those them. ops. The, those op steppers. <laughs> yes, the op steppers. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get um, slip-ins to keep them not creased. Like, I need to do that. I don't. I don't believe in not having creases. Oh, I don't know. Crease mine all the time. I think you should wear your shoe. I used to be like that. Then I realized yeah. that nothing lasts forever. I have man. Air Max uh, Air Maxes that I bought because they had a sale going on. I needed some shoes, and they were like rushing me. I just grabbed some. They're size thirteen. Cause that's the only size that'll fit me. You wear a thirteen in Nike. Yeah, yeah you have bigger feet than me. No, right? What size you wear now? Like a six. Or in a anywhere woman's? from six to eight, six depending to eight on the women. shoe. So you wear the same size as Mia does, right? Dang, now. Mia wears a seven. Really? Yeah. In women's? Yeah. Dang. We're buying her in a women's shoe now. What size you wear, Joe? Tens. Tens. Sean's yeah. in eleven. Eleven and a half. Eleven and a half. Me my, and Sean are the same size. All my shoes are eleven and a half except Nikes. My Nikes, they, um, like the thirteens. Uh, I have. They're they're big and they look weird on me because they're so big. But it's the only ones that feel comfortable on my feet with how tight it is and length. Um, and they look nice, but I haven't had a chance to wear them. So I might be one of those people that just put them up on the wall, you know, decor. Mm. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. At the end of the day, man, they're just shoes. Exactly. You know, I used and to be like all all my, my shoes and everything. And that just comes from not having shoes and yeah, yeah they're just shoes, man. The the last few years are the only years that I've really been I feel like blessed to have more than one pair of shoes. Yes. At a time. Um because my feet were so big, my mom was always bought me a uh, size up. Because mm-hmm. I, w- I was growing like way. So you had an Asian mom for a minute. Did um <laughs> for real. Did you get that did you get that paper stuck in the back heel and uh, <laughs> that sock back there like hey? Uh, no. did you, did you, could broke, you could you tie them up so tight that the eyelets on each side was touching yes. each other? Look like a zipper. Yes, yes. That last what? one. That, I've, I've hey. done that many times. Mom was buying shoes for a long run. You know, my mom was buying shoes like you buy tires for your car. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. These gonna last year a good five See, years. I'm, like <laughs> I'm gonna tell you when you got your. <laughs> last year all school year. For real. They didn't. I mean. Me, I was buying Foot Locker used to have a sale where it was two for eighty nine. I remember that. Two for eighty nine. Joe was all over that. Reebok Classics and uh, what? Uh, Joe, we went half on that a couple. K Swisses, K Swisses, K Swisses was a big thing for me back in school. Big time. K Swiss was crispy. That was our white crispy Air Force Ones. K Swiss. So. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones when you couldn't afford Air Force One. That's what you bought was K Swiss. 
Yeah. Cool guys. Well, we are hitting like the two hour mark. It was great talking. Um, how y'all feeling? I'm, I'm feeling, feeling great. I definitely yeah. would want to do this again now that I'm like comfortable with it. Because me and Naya, we were awkward in the beginning. Yeah, you we weren't saying like <laughs> anything. It's all right. I mean, like uh, I would like just continuing from our first episode. You know, none of this is scripted. So anybody's listening out there, so um, we're just out here just speaking our mind, talking, and seeing what's going on. Um, it's just great to hear you guys talk about your perspective on things. Um, so think about the next time we're going to be, you know, on the show, what you guys want to talk about. Maybe we'll structure it a little bit more. I think uh, it'd be cool to see, like, I enjoy being asked questions. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to see, like, Sean host one for, like, in your guest. Even though you're a host, you know what for I mean? For sure. Like, I mean... Like, switch roles. Let Sean invite somebody. I don't have to be in here. Sean can yeah, do my dad was, like, suggesting that, I don't even, that he is yet to be in here, and I can just I run mean, y'all have all summer. Yeah. It's yeah. whatever. I, I wish I had my driver's you know, license. Line it up. I bet I would come over here so much from making beats on, in your studio to... Line it up. Hanging out with Sean. And doing somebody needs stuff. to do something in here. I'm going to make you a song. One day. I said I'm gonna make a song one day. I'll, I'll make it. the intro to this. Okay, that sounds the good. All time intro. That's good. Who who do you guys want to have on the show? Like, let's say I was out of here and it was y'all three, and you had a fourth. Who would be that fourth? What about you, now? Who would you be that fourth? Um, probably the five year old. Oh, the five year old. Yeah. Good luck with that Short. one, man. That would be fun. That'd be so. I, that would, that be, would be a he, bunch of yes he, and no's. He wouldn't be able to yeah. sit still. Had the, the amount of times his nuts or well. balls in his like language, <laughs> <is> crazy. <laughs> he, he straight to he walked in my room with a little. You'd have to edit the, out every other. Word. He walked in my room with a little pirate sword and said, "Want me to cut your balls?" He doesn't have a filter, but I feel like that's like a good a, thing. He just found out about them, and they're amazing. <laughs> Like, what are these? <laughs> what are these? Yeah. Dang. So who who else? Like an adult? Think about an adult. adult? Yeah. My mom. Okay. That's very possible. Watch you dress. Um, Whitney. Whitney Absolutely. is like I definitely want icon Whitney in here. I like I love talking to her. Okay. Like every too. Friday night, I spend like an hour plus talking to her okay. about the week and how everything went. Um. I like the way she thinks, and she's never closed to ideas. So that's good. That's what, what I like about Whitney, though. She I, likes to talk about things. Some people, when you talk about something, they'll say their piece of it, and like that's it. Yeah. But Whitney's not like that, though. I'm also that's a talker, what I really appreciate. So about like, it. I keep talking no matter what. Yeah. Um. So she also will go off of that, and it, it's really nice. Okay. Sean, what about you? Having uh, new people on the show, um, I mean, I feel like all the people they named, I definitely want to see them be on the show at some point. Caleb. Yeah, Caleb. 100% Caleb. I wish we could get Gavin and Jeremiah back down here. Yeah. I bet we could get Jeremiah down here. He can drive now. Oh, no, he's in the military now. No, yeah, he's military or something like that. Y'all got a friend that's in the military out of high school already? Yeah, Jeremiah. Well, he's not in the military, he? but he's like working towards. He's out of high school. He's out of high school yeah. now? I mean, he was over here. Y'all had a grown man in my house. I didn't know. <laughs> Dang. It, it was a short. Uh, short He's only dude. one grade above me. I got to start though. checking y'all at the door. Was he two grades above me? He was 
Uh, we gotta check. I'm pretty sure it was two rides above you because Caleb always be jealous of him. Well, that's so, for other reasons. Caleb always be jealous of him. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I that's, guess so. that sounds like old old stuff, man. Caleb jealous. Jer- Jeremiah been around for what two three years now. Yeah, come on, man. Caleb, when we say Caleb jealous, we're joking because he's not like jealous, jealous. He's like uh, Caleb. No, I think he's sarcastic. Opportunities. He is definitely jealous because of some of Jeremiah's opportunities. Caleb living his life now, bro. He is. I haven't talked to him in a while. I, I need to. He he yeah. needs to come back. What about you, G? Who would you like to be on the show with? I honestly. Uh, I mean, outside the kids, I would like the fellas to get together. Oh yeah, that'd be having cool. this four top right here. Yeah, y'all drinking beers and stuff. It would be, it would be nice. Don't even take that no more, bro. We It'd don't need, nice. we don't need no liquor to get people rolling. <laughs> we, you know, we would liquor of everything, man. So, it's just something that'd be cool is to see all y'all like y'all, y'all's main friend group, like all the guys, because you could like play poker and like talk, or like do do a little something. Well, they talk. And we're to the point, bro. We don't even need that anymore. True. We don't. We really don't, man. I wonder what the girls would do. You know, Nina you know? talked about having some wine in the girls, which is which is cool, you know. But this is open for everybody, whatever everybody wants to do. It is. I should get like a little popsicle, popsicle sticks, write names on it, and like Dog, pulling that's out. A good okay, idea. we want them today. That's a good idea. Could do that, and then like once you pull their name, list questions. You can send them to the person, see if they sounds like something. They yeah, they'd be do. willing to do. You yeah. could do that with topics too. Just think yeah. of the most random, and who would be right. the best fit for that topic? Yeah, right. Yeah, well, who would be cool. willing? Like, who would want to come over here and do it? I know, me and I definitely would want to. Or I'll at least talk I about would. anything. Yeah, I definitely. If we ever get a second chance to do something like this again, I definitely want to do it. Well, there's going to be a lot of chances. Hey, Sean, to do or this. you know how you said meshing friends? Yeah. Uh, have it, like yeah. meshing friends together. Ooh, that's a good like, idea. Like getting friends to know each other. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's Get a bra on here with like me and Caleb. That's interesting yeah. idea. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, y'all got to be careful with that, though. Yeah. <laughs> As he talked about. But, all right, well, cool, guys. Well, um, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, appreciate y'all having that boogie. Nine Drez here. Uh, they will be back. I think this is going to be a more common thing than than most. So, um, anything y'all want to say before you go? Thanks for having me. Cool. Thanks for coming. I think that's it. Nine. Anything you say? <laughs> shout out. You want to shout anybody out? I want to say, you know, say what they got to say. Put it out there. Mm. I uh, I got nothing else, man. Cool. Well, um. Next time we talk, everybody bring in the table something they're working on, right? I'm gonna hold y'all accountable. I want to say, hey, what you working on? So does um, this count? Huh? Does this count for me? You can if you're working on it. It's Sean. Saying, okay, okay. You know, and and your summer, you guys like, you're not gonna have this many summers left. So, you know, just think about it. Then say you gotta go change. Yeah. What you Sean, um, how worried are you for graduating? You're the closest one out of all of us. I've thought about it, too. Ooh. Like, it kind of sucks that you're going to be going to college. He leaving us. I don't think I'm worried, honestly. Really? Are you excited? I don't want to say I'm excited, but once I really figure out what I'm going to do, like, I really have it set in stone, I'm going to go do it. Yeah. I don't think I'm worried about it. Too all much. of us would definitely support you. 
and everything. Dang, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Um, worrying, guys. Worrying solves nothing. Yeah. Worrying. I've read this thing. I know we're trying to close out. Worrying is something you do when you don't do anything about what you're worried about. You don't take any action. So you just have all you have left is worry. Like, so if you're worried about something, just do like one thing. Take the baby step. And then after you do it, or even while in the middle of doing it, feel that. Be like, dang, I've taken one step and I got like 10, 20, 100 more by taking that one step. And then the worrying all of a sudden goes down like big mouth. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, just do it. Yep. Just do it. All right, guys. Well, good having y'all. And we will be back next time.